And now, a Blaze Media Podcast. Hello, and welcome to a Blaze Media Podcast. Chewing the fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Got a million dollar idea emailed to us at uh, chewingthefat at theblaze.com. Now, I hate to bring it to you because it's a really good idea. And I think I'm going to do it. It's a million dollar Uh, idea. You know, we have the YouTube channels where kids open or unbox toys and, uh, you know, play with them, show you what they do, put them together, that kind of thing. And it's, you know, multi-million views on YouTube. And uh, the kids have made fortunes, or the families of those kids have made fortunes, small fortunes, uh, during the unboxing process. I know, I know. Mom and dad making millions. The kid, here's your oatmeal. Shut yeah, it's up, Ryan. Go open, go He's open the like toys. The most famous on right. YouTube, right? And there's plenty. I mean, my kid, you no, know, there's Ryan. plenty with all the kids. There's plenty. Yeah, they Ryan. open up My Little Ponies, and it's you know ridiculous. I mean, it's yeah, it's a TV show on Nickelodeon now. And uh, I know. toy line. I know. And Sad. closed. So this idea from our listener, Ryan, uh, wants to uh, have us start our own YouTube channel. I'm thinking more of a Patreon channel myself. Um, where we would... Adults that are, you know, recovering from heart events and other health issues would uh watch other people smoke <laughs> is that like 10 oh like bad third hand nicotine yes okay yes or fourth hand fourth yeah. hand fourth hand i think <sighs> i like the idea So Ryan also uh, also gave us a couple of PSs in his email. Uh, he apologized for assuming our gender, and he uh, also reminded us that it was sent from an Android device. So, <laughs> you know, like and you read most it most of the world. <laughs> yeah, you most listeners most come the from world. iTunes. I, that's it. Don't bog me down with you know, facts. I will say 57% come from uh, Don't iTunes. Don't bog me down with facts. I'm just saying the world is Android. That's fine, that. but your 57% of your listenership comes from iTunes. Are you bra- I can't hear you right now. You're breaking up. You, you must need be, you me must to be speak louder? A tunnel. Oh, I am. Yeah, because oh. it's breaking up. I can't hear you. So I got my wife uh, a little mad at me last night. Oh, no. Because we're, we're talking about uh, Rush Limbaugh. And... Uh, you know, it's sad, but the Rush had the news yesterday that he's got advanced lung cancer, and, you know, it's pretty bad. But I, I'm thinking he's probably, you know, known for a lot longer than what he said. 
and because I'm, I'm reading between the lines that's what we do here on chewing the fat and no it's not no it's not a breaking news we don't have a live report coming in front of rush limbaugh's house waiting for rush to come out and go to his doctor no we're not <laughs> there's one of his cars coming out of the garage now uh and I was like, he's probably known for a while, right? Because he said he said in his uh, announcement uh, on the Rush Limbaugh radio program that uh, he started feeling, knowing that something was wrong around his birthday, January 12th, and then he was diagnosed on the 20th by a couple of, you know, different physicians, and, then, you know, he's been diagnosed with advanced lung cancer, and he's going to fight it. And look, he's Rush Limbaugh. If anybody's going to fight and win that, it's Rush. So... You know, bless him. He's Rush. Nobody's going to replace him. Nobody's going to. I mean, he's Rush. It's Rush. So, but I tell my wife as we're talking about it, I'm like, he's known for a little bit longer because I looked at the video of of him. I hadn't watched uh, any of uh, Rush's show uh, for quite a while, and he looks thinner, not sick thin, but thinner. And he had a full beard, and, uh, and the beard looked pretty, you know, it looked okay for Rush. And uh, I was thinking that he looked pretty thin, though. And he's always been, you know, a fat guy like like me and, uh, like, a, you know, a lot of Americans around uh, around the world. And, I, you know, he's always struggled with losing weight and gaining weight. He's talked about it forever. And, and, uh, and I thought, well, you know, he probably knew something wasn't quite right, but it was okay you just move on with it and he's you know always struggled with weight he started losing a little bit of weight and felt like the weight loss was yeah losing weight and then he got through the holidays and after the first of the year after the first of the year and he realized you know i probably shouldn't still be losing weight right i mean he ate over the holidays and he wasn't you know didn't Somebody, and that's when he started knowing something was even really wrong. But I'm guessing that a while ago, uh, he knew that something wasn't quite right. Because that's what we do as guys. That's what we do. That's what I've done. My wife did not want to hear that. <laughs> she did not want to hear that. Oh, you mean like having... Uh, heart chest pains for three or four days before the actual huge heart event you mean like that well yeah exactly like that she did not want to hear that so our uh you know thoughts prayers well wishes best wishes everything to rush but if anyone uh is going to beat it it's rush and i particularly i mean even in this he's dividing you know the the haters just hate and some of the some of the hate online for this guy oh it couldn't happen to a nicer guy i i don't think that's uh i don't think it's a good thing to be uh wishing cancer on anyone uh tends to come back at you and all these people who don't believe in god and well wishes and best thoughts and everything else all are happy and karma they believe in karma karma come back at you we believe in that now uh just because we hate rush so much but hey shannon doherty's got lung cancer too so we've got stories all over the world about shannon doherty getting sick you're right thank you Live report outside Shannon Doherty's house.
She's been fighting breast cancer for the past five years, and now she's broken up. She's got she's got lung cancer too. Hey, Rush Limbaugh's got lung cancer. Good, good. But Shannon Doherty, oh, sad, sad. Are you kidding me? This is agonizing. We do. Do we actually have a reporter in front of Shannon's house? No. Oh, that's too bad. I would be so angry if I was on this flight. So there's a flight from Dallas to Houston, and a guy gets on the plane with a gas mask on. Now, I'm okay with it. You know, whatever. You want to have a gas mask, you go ahead and sit down. Let's go. Right. Wait, did we miss the... Yeah, it's over. Oh, yeah, okay. It's over. Man, those sirens are yeah. not working properly. Because we no. should have heard this. I know. If a guy with a gas mask, we should have heard this. I know. This. So... People started freaking out. One guy took a picture and then realized there's no filter on the mask. What's the deal? Um, so I guess I don't I, I don't know how he got on the plane with the gas mask. So maybe it was in his carry-on and they just let it happen. And then in, down the walkway, he put it on as he gets on the plane. <laughs> Thank you for flying Fisher Air. Uh, pay no attention to the man in the gas mask. There's no filter on it, and uh, everything's fine. So don't worry about it. Sure, there's a virus going around the world, but this guy's flying from Dallas to Houston, and don't worry about it. Everything's fine. Lighten up a little bit. So they asked him to take it off. I mean, thank you for flying Fisher Air. We appreciate it. Wow. I'm going to go back to my... Back up here in front, close the door. I don't want anybody coming in here with or without a gas mask. Could the stewardess, could the stewardess bring me a drink, please? Um, so they ask him to take it off, and he says, uh, you know, no. Uh, that's when uh, they, security. So now I'm angry, right? Because people are upset. They want the gas mask removed. He won't remove it. And so now we're holding up the flight. Now we're holding up the flight to get this guy off the plane. And the American Airlines said that they rebooked him and he flew on the next flight without the mask. So what kind of, I don't even know what kind of statement he's trying to make. He's trying to be funny. It's, I bet you there's a YouTube video coming soon. You know what? Yes. That's exactly right. Because he was expecting... Right. But, you know, right. it didn't happen. All right. And so, so though just one snap, one Twitter pick, not the video, just the Twitter just pick, pick, just to yeah. advertise it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. Something's coming out of it. So look forward to that coming on YouTube right now. Gas mask, <laughs> youtube.com slash gas mask on a plane. Um, I just, I'd be so angry. I'm so but, angry at these people that's holding up my flight for this. And did you hear Glenn this morning talk about when he got on the plane to DC there was a Chinese guy with a with a face mask? Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm not getting on that plane. No, and some no. That, I'm, I'm, not getting I'm turning that around plane. and getting off that plane. I'm gonna be like, uh, excuse me, uh, Delta, um I need you to reschedule me to another flight. Yes. And it needs to be the next flight. Yes. The and very next flight. Yes. I'm I I don't wanna have I don't the wanna recycled be that guy. air. I don't wanna be that guy. But I'm sorry, but if there's a no, he could be on the plane. I don't want to hold up the flight. Oh yeah, yes, yes I don't yes, want to yes. hold up the oh, flight. Yes, yes. I'm no, I'm not saying kick him out. 
I'm kicking myself out of the That's plane. That's what I'm saying. Yes. Well, I'm not going to hold up the flight. I'm just going to turn around and you're going to get me on another flight. I don't want to sound racist because now I saw Asian men with a with a mask on and surgical mask and now uh, I'm racist. And, and what's going on in the world right now? That's not racist. It is racist in the- No, in the, it's not it, racist. It, it, you, do you, have no. you checked your social media lately? Because now we're using coronavirus as, uh, as a racist tool. <laughs> and, uh, and all Asian people with masks will give us coronavirus. Yes. Well, yes. Absolutely. That's true. Wait, is that racist? I don't care. I don't want the coronavirus. <laughs> I don't either. Do you want the coronavirus? No. Okay. Have anybody here want the coronavirus? Raise your hand. Nope, no hands are up. And there's not even a cameras in here, so I don't know. No, I mean, if people are watching and listening live, they could see. Go ahead. Anybody put their hands up? No. Nobody put their hands up. Nobody wants the coronavirus. No one wants the coronavirus. Period. I mean, there's all kinds of... Uh, Another ship is on quarantine, Jeff Fisher. I know. That's let's, the fourth ship. All right, let's go down some updates. So these are actual tweets from the AFP news agency Twitter account. All right? At AFP. Breaking. With, I mean, hashtag breaking there. <laughs> already sick of hearing that today but it's breaking news and when news happens uh tuna fat records it's just that's the deal right that's their that's the motto i don't remember what the motto was uh china the china virus cases exceed over twenty thousand four hundred nationwide in china right now according to this tweet and this tweet was i mean almost a day ago so it's probably 85 billion by now we lost you them all just don't know china's gone we lost them Man, they have to do a retrospective on the whole country of China? Woof. That's a big retro. It's actually a good retro, though. May have to may have to do that. Japan quarantines a cruise ship carrying 3,500 people. Here's the other cruise ship that uh, Chris was talking about. Uh, testing passengers for the new coronavirus. Uh, I don't know that uh, anyone had the virus. They're just, Japan says, hey, you know what? Uh, somebody was wearing a mask. Somebody looks like they were from China. We're going to test you all before we let you off the cruise ship. Is that racist? Probably. 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 Yeah. Medical staff. Now, here's a guy in bed or a person. I'm sorry. A person in bed with the sheets pulled up, almost covering their entire head with three people in full garb suits and masks and plastic masks and gloves and i mean they're covered up from head to toe man yeah they're like you're not breaking me so i mean i don't know if they're medical professionals the tweet says they are you don't know i mean it could be bill from around the corner could be the guy who ate the bat soup yes yes he could be the he could be giving people uh, as they turn around he takes (coughs) off the glove and just touches you walks away Dude. Right? Dude. He's the- <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I mean, we just don't know. We just broke it. We, we broke just the story. We know. broke the story. So in the, in the tweet says, medical staff attempt to cheer up a coronavirus patient in isolation ward. I mean, are they doing tricks? Are they, hey, pick a card, yes. pick a card. <laughs> well, <laughs> Can they touch the cards? China's top leadership has admitted shortcomings and difficulties in its response to the outbreak. Yet they're sending a they're sending a circ act in to perform for the people who are sick. Not sure that's going to help. Not sure it's going to help at all. But you never know. You never know. 
Uh, Dubai in the uh, United Arab Emirates had a big hotel light up in solidarity with China. As it, I mean, really? I mean, we're all in solidarity with China. Just fix it. All right? Stop it. And now this, maybe this is what China's thinking about because this is an actual tweet again from at AFP. So maybe this I love is, them. They're pretty good agents maybe, when it comes to maybe, news. Maybe this is what they're thinking about as they sent in the, you know, the comedy trio to make, uh, you know, oh, the make, comedy sick trio. People, Got it. make sick people better. Just call them doctors. But I'm just going and tell jokes and make the patients laugh. Uh, feeling stressed by the deadly hashtag coronavirus? Have a good cry, say Chinese health experts. If that does not work, buy a punching bag for the office or try singing. That cannot be real. That cannot be real. That cannot be real. <laughs> Unless the punching bag is made by CTF. It could not be real. It's a CTF I'm punching sorry. bag? Okay. I'm all right with that. We set, a, we set a world record. Most people hitting a punching bag in China. 3.5 billion people at one time. <laughs> Oh, so now you know the big uh, the big thing is really is what's going to happen business wise, right? Product wise, yeah. There's Nike, a lot of, Starbucks, there's a lot Apple. Of, there's a lot of uh, experts that are saying it's good for the United States that this is happening, so that it Absolutely. opens up some mm-hmm. industry back here. When we realize that, um, you know, we need a little bit of those products, and we ought to just start making them ourselves instead uh, of waiting for you. the ship to come in. Because even if you leave the ports open, there's nobody in China loading the ships up. Wait, what? Yeah, no, there's no, no, but like if, if, them down. if I'm sending my like Apple I, ship, right? I expect those Apple phones like, to get put right. on that like ship. I know that I know that even though the infectious guy in the suit touched the iPhone box in the shipping container, okay, by the time it gets here, it's dead. You're probably okay. Yeah, it's probably dead. But there's nobody getting it on the ships in China. No, but China. They, just, they just jump in. You look at the ports in China. You guys want to load this thing up? Uh, get some people out here, start loading up these ships. Hello? I mean, nobody, right? They've shut it the guy down. Whistling. The guy whistling can they just shut it down. No, that's the wind. Going oh, that's through. the wind. It's not the guy oh, whistling. Oh, I thought it was the guy whistling. You're... I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, it's amazing, right? I mean, the numbers are going through the roof. And listen, this is where my- Two more confirmed cases here in in, in the United States. And and I think we've had the first- We also have had the first person to person. But it was husband and wife, though, right? So So you just quarantine both of them, and then you take them to the back. Kind of understand. Oh, look at that. We no longer have that- Wait, there's a couple? No, 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 no. That's fake news. Nope. Fake news. What are you talking about? What's that new fresh dug up dirt in the back? (laughs) Nothing. Don't worry about it. Now, I will say, uh, again, though, as we get through the day, uh, well, before I get to that, before I get to that, just let me remind you that also in this uh, AFP uh, thread, they show where the footage and there's there, it's amazing footage of how china has opened up the virus hospital dude overnight in under two weeks they, they opened this and it is monstrous it's a hospital for there was no hospital there before no i mean it's not and it's not just like one building no it's a, i mean we're looking at one two wings. three four five six seven eight nine like, ten eleven twelve thirteen four at least fourteen wings maybe more Wow, I mean, and the, and the footage of it being built—if you have it's an opportunity cool. to see it—it is pretty cool. Maybe if I if I find the actual uh, 
footage of it. It might be this story too that uh, I'll tweet it out because it's amazing. It's a pretty cool. It's pretty yeah. cool, and you don't know how many levels there's underground. Now I will say, yeah, because we all know, all and this. you can't see who's building it. You don't know. Maybe it's the effective <coughs> guy, right? I mean, they're He's it's, touching it's those China, walls. It's China. Damn it! Is the guy touching all the walls now? It's China. The so does he look sick? Bring in another guy. We need another guy on the crane. Come in. <laughs> no, they just don't let him out of the crane. Hey, somebody want to back that working. dump truck out? Yeah, he's looking sick. Somebody want to get in there and drive that dump truck for you? Okay, no problem. But I will say, as I as I started to, this does bode well for how I feel, how what's going to happen with the coronavirus. And you can quote me on this. And I told you this yesterday. For those of you that were listening live uh, and watching live uh, on the Blaze Podcast Network, I just want you to go by this. All right. So when friends tell you, hey, are you worried about the coronavirus? Are you concerned that someone may come up to you and say, oh, you look sick? Before that happens, just look at them and say, hey, don't you listen to Chewing the Fat? You should subscribe to Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher because... He's told us it's going to get worse before it gets better. I think we've been had. In fact, I think I've been had. Now, I would love if he was in this building to get him in here right now, Stuber Gear. But he's in Washington D.C. and Lord knows there's no there's no way to talk to people in other cities. Yeah, there's no, a phone. Yeah, you or can't Skype. get a hold. Yeah, you can't. Oh, we use the same feed that we're no, using for this morning. There's no way to get audio from one city to another city in, in America you anymore. Ask? You just you can't. Ask? You just can't. And he's not here in this building. That's all I know. He's not in this building. But I think we've been had. So I'm getting ready this morning. I'm walking around the house. I'm waiting for my uh, windshield guy to come to re- to repair my windshield. How's that? He showed up. Yeah, he showed up at the house. Um, we didn't do it. We didn't change the windshield. Uh, that'd just be silly, right, to have the windshield guy come to your house and direct from the historic newsreel. Actually, replace. It'd be silly to expect that the windshield guy would show up to the house and then actually replace the windshield. That would just be dumb. You would. You would. You wouldn't want that. But that didn't happen. You wouldn't want that. Well, no, he showed up. Oh, he showed up. He showed up, and then there was some sprinkles. Going on some rain, a little bit of rain, and, and uh, so I can't pull into the garage. <laughs> Why not? Plus, he didn't want to do it anyway. He's like, "Well, you know." Why is he? Is he mad at a paper? He's like, he's looking around. He goes, "You know," and he was smoking. <laughs> he, was, he was just standing around in my driveway. I'm like, "Dude, don't put you know, give me give me one." Yeah, give me one. And uh, he's like, "You know, when it's raining Still like smoking. this, when it's raining like this, the glue doesn't stick." Oh shit! So hold so on. I can't put, so, if I put the if I put the windshield in, it's raining. The glue doesn't so, stick, and you know the whole thing is just messed up. So you'll be fine with that crack. Don't worry about so it. So it's 2020, <laughs> and we still haven't been able to figure out a glue that works no, when it rains. No, when it's wet like that. No, it's got to dry. It's got to okay. dry. So it has to be dry for how long? Got to dry. For how long does it have to be dry? It has to dry. Yeah, but how long does it have to be dry before once it goes out? on? It has to dry. For it can't get wet. For how long? For, uh, you know, whatever amount of time. Uh, see, uh, it has to dry. I feel like you didn't push enough on this. I did. It has to be dry. I did, because I was like, 
I was like, okay, if he doesn't leave soon, I'm going to steal one of his cigarettes. <laughs> so when is the next uh, so installation I was date? Like, so he goes, oh, we'll get somebody out here. And I said, well, it's supposed to, you know, like snow and sleet tomorrow. And iced. And, uh, you know, then it's going to be pretty cold out. Well, we work, you know, when it's cold out. You obviously don't work when it's sprinkling yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, when it rains. You know, so, they're not like the post office. You r- know. No, they are not. The, no, they are not. He did have nice company pants on, though. Oh, good. Same little good safe them. light uh, nice. thing. Yeah, I'll give you a little promo. Nice. Yeah, but uh, uh, so then I said, well, you know, so why don't we do it Friday? I can't do Friday morning. Just, hey, you know what? Come Friday afternoon. So, so now you have to go in there. No. Oh, no. They're, no, they're, no, they're still, still coming. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I probably could have taken it in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and then I thought, no. Right. Okay. Well, I don't want to take it in. Okay. Then I got to wait there. I mean, I went out of my way to take it in day the first, one. Yeah, the first day. Because I really wanted so, to get it done. Today is Tuesday. So we had the windshield that was bad. Yeah. Or, you know, had some, it had a scuff mark through it that he didn't um, want to put it on. Yeah. So, the, I mean, the guy at the shop was like. Oh, also smoke it. <sighs> you know. Okay. It's got that little mark through it. We don't want it. It's not perfect. We it's don't want perfect. to put it we on. We want to give you the best quality. It's the only one we got, too. They just overnighted that one. We don't know if it's on every one or not. So, we'll just wait but for another shipment to come yeah, through. We're not yeah. putting this. So, <sighs> you well, know, we'll figure it out. Smoking still. Yeah, um, I was like, okay, I mean. Are you going to share? Right. I had to get out of there. I wanted to smoke. Yeah. So so we had the guy come today, and obviously he shows up smoking, telling me he can't do it in the rain. So uh, Friday. Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon. We want want dry weather on Friday. Okay. And we want dry weather all weekend, so there's enough time that it soaks up and dries and gets that windshield. That's locked in. Yeah. Now my question to you is, um, have you done the Muslim Converter? To your vehicle. I did not way. drive with the Muslim converter. However, because you know it's going to rain, it's going to ice up. It's going to you know make your window nice and iced. You're going to turn on the. I'm afraid to scrape it. I've got the scraper to scrape the ice off. You're going to turn Oof. on the into the defroster. Right. That's going to heat it up and it's going to expand. I feel like you're just going to break. Yes, absolutely. So I th- it's like the ice. <laughs> it's gonna be just, just leave the ice. So up. the guy says this. Morning, I asked him. I asked him this morning. Oh, good, I said, good, I good. Said, you push so, back on that one. Okay. I said, uh, so I mean, is, I'm okay to drive. I mean, it's not going to end up in my lap or you know stab me in the stab me in the throat or anything as I'm driving 70 miles an hour down the interstate <laughs> with the windshield, you know. And the guy, you know, looks at me and he <sighs> oh, still smoking. I see. <sighs> It's not cracked all the way through. Also, <sighs> the, the integrity the of the, the window. They, the way they make these things. So that crack is, you know, technically on the outside. It's not the inside. Oh, oh so you so still have integrity. It's more okay. of a it's more of a distraction when you're driving. You know, if it cracks a little bit more and shatters, I could come up with that with a baseball bat. <sighs> hit that thing and just crack it. It's just more of a distraction. It's not gonna it's not gonna fall out or hit you in the lap or anything. Did you say can I quote you and all that? Because that's a lot of words in there. <laughs> At that time, I beat the crap out of him and stole with a cigarette. Bat, so I've actually a had a cigarette. Yeah, I've actually now had a cigarette. I can't say I haven't gone without a cigarette in more than a year. But uh, I didn't actually. That's not true. I didn't smoke. I just told him to get off my driveway get out of here. I'll see you on Friday afternoon. Well, that might not be me. I mean, Still smoking. we get, uh, you know, we get our orders. Rotation. We don't know if it's, I don't know if it's yeah. going to be me, but, uh, you know, it could be. Oh, okay. Thanks. I appreciate it. Anyway, back to Stu. We've been had. 
We haven't had that. That man sat in this room. In this room. And those watched it live saw him sit in the chair across from me and say, oh, we got the uh, the new Stu Does America show starting the 4th, right? He went to the Super Bowl. He wasn't coming. But he was traveling back on the 3rd from the Super Bowl. Stu Does America starts on the 4th, right? So I'm thinking, that's weird because I saw Stu in Washington, D.C. today uh, with Glenn. And is he flying back right after the radio show and then doing Stu Does America live, you know, for the State of the Union like they talked about? I mean, that day. And then not long after my thought of that, I heard a promo on the Blaze Radio Network that... Oh, like hello. This. It's Stu. Yeah. I'm getting really excited. I'm pumped up because right around the corner, we have the big launch day for Stu Does America. Right, the fourth. You can go subscribe it's on YouTube for free. And every time you do that, you're telling people that you want shows that are like this. Shows that try to make you laugh, that have that smart uh, analysis occasionally. We always can't say this. Smart analysis and dumb jokes. Stu Does America. A new show premiering February 10th. On what? The and anywhere podcasts are found. What? All right, we've been had. This show is never going to happen. Stu Does America is never going to happen. Every week, about Wednesday or Thursday, they're gonna, this promo is going to start. It's going to go with Stu being surprised. Oh, hey, it's Stu. Hey, oh, it's you. And this is Stu. And let me tell you about my show, Stu Does America. And it's coming up on February 21st, launch day. It's just, they're just going to keep moving it back. Pretty well, soon. You can't rush perfection. You can't rush perfection, you know. Oh, hey, this is Stu. Thanks for dropping in. You should subscribe to my YouTube channel. I've got a new show. This is what we like to say. Uh, Smart analysis, dumb jokes. Stu does America, beginning tax day, April 15th. It's just, we've been had. It's never going to happen. Agonizing. Desperately need a drink of Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. So let's go over to the break room and get a nice cold drink of Coke Zero. Oh my gosh. That is so good. Did it hit the spot? Yes, it hit the spot. There's a new spot now. Oh, yeah. Because the old spot's gone. Yeah, the gallbladder's gone. <clears throat> the old so. spot's gone. There's a new spot now that Wait, it Wait, you Coca-Cola Zero went to your gallbladder? I mean, it used to. So what does it go now? Everything went there. I don't I still don't know what a gold does. I still don't know. <laughs> what it does is it creates great pain. Oh, it does. Yes, it yes. creates great pain. I mean, you don't need it. I then why do we have it? it? I don't know. Is it like the appendix? I don't know. You just get rid of it. Just, just get rid of it. 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 You don't need it. It's like, you know... You, I don't want to go into body parts you don't need, but there's plenty of body parts you don't need. Pinky toes. Oof. I, you know, and factually, I just read a thing the other day that talked about when if you lost your pinky finger, right, you lose half your hand strength. Really? One one pinky, you lose half your hand strength. I mean, that's if that's oh, true. Mind, mind, and I'm trying to think to myself. I'm trying to you know do stuff without my pinky. Well, let's cut so it, I off, cut it so off. What happened? <laughs> We can put it back on. That's why we put it on ice. That's we can true. put it back on. Yeah, just cut it off and see. Oh my gosh! Oh my true. god! Lost half. Of- so a while ago, you know, I, we just talked to 
just the other day about losing the 127 year old lady yes uh, the oldest lady on the planet earth <clears throat> and it got me thinking well, no that was <clears throat> the mummy that was the mummy the three thousand year old mummy with the voice box we apologize for that it wasn't the it wasn't the 127 year old lady we apologize for that but i was reading i've been reading a book called immortality inc by chip walter and i went into it thinking that uh chip is going to tell me that i you know what i need to take supplements blood work all kinds of stuff we to talked live about the guy in texas right yes the billionaire uh, here in texas doing all kinds of stuff to you know extend his life right and and actually the book is bringing together uh it's a fascinating read i, I i'm really fascinated about it i wanted to talk to chip and so we got chip in the break room today chip walter welcome to chewing the fat how in the world are you I'm good. How are you? I am. I'm, I'm hoping you're feeling better. Oh man, top of the world. I have never. There's no place else on earth that I would rather be than gallbladder free. Gallbladder. Yeah, no, you don't. You don't. You don't need it, Chip. This is gone. History. Have a nice day. If, if, I, if I would have realized I didn't need it earlier in my life, I would have had him just get rid of it. Yeah, just take it out at birth. Yeah, <laughs> thank you. Just take it. Well, we should do that. In fact, I've I've scheduled surgery for my children already. We'll just take it out. Just get rid of it. I don't. I don't want him to suffer. Okay. So anyway, I've been. I, I read. I was read your book, uh, Immortality Inc. Thank you. Uh, Renegade Science, Silicon Valley Billions, and the Quest to Live Forever. And you know, I, along with everyone else, you know, like the thought and sound of living forever. But you want to have quality of life too, right? I mean, everybody wants to live forever. I, mean, I right, like the way right. we all like the way it sounds, but we all don't want to be uh, with uh, uh, drool cups and name be... tags, as your as your right. chapter is titled. Uh, right, right, right. So, but I love uh, the way you brought together the characters in the book, and uh, you know, you brought together how many characters in the book? Oh, well, there, there are quite a few, but I think mostly focus on uh, Craig Venter, who is key in sequencing the yeah. human genome. Art Levinson, who's the chairman of Apple, but was also uh, chairman of Genentech, the CEO of Genentech, uh, which is the first biotechnology company in the world. And Ray Kurzweil, who's yeah. you know well-known futurist and of course. Uh, you know, an inventor. And then Robert Hariri, you know, kind of emerges in the course of the book as uh, one of the world's leading stem cell experts. And I, I love the way that you told their stories and then how they ended up, you know, bringing them together, uh, you know, fighting for, uh, you know, immortality. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's kind of fascinating how these, these things kind of happen in history, right. You know, where there's a yeah. convergence of events and this seemed to be that that's really why I wrote the book because I, I thought, is this what's happening? Are we at a time in human history where, where science is actually going to solve one of the great mysteries of, of humankind? And, and I thought, my God, it looks like this is that, that moment. So I wanted to try to tell that story. So once, uh, once we get to the end, uh, do you believe that we, we're, we're at that point? Or at are we first, just... When I, first, when I first started, I didn't... I didn't know if it was feasible to solve this problem because um, it's you know it's something we've yeah. been talking about for as long as we've been human beings oh, i mean we've uh, all, we've been in search of the fountain of youth forever right yeah 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 it goes back to gilgamesh which is thousands of years but um by the end of the book after going through all this research i worked on the book for three years i spent tons of time with all these people and in their labs 
And um, yeah, I came to the conclusion that yes, uh, they're going to solve the problem. And I, I think that we'll start to see some real advances. In some ways, we're seeing them already, but I think some real advances within four or five years. So uh, as I was as I was uh, cruising through the book, what's your favorite part of the book? You said you know you like to bring it all together, and it was fascinating. But I mean, what's your favorite part of the book? Because I, I every time every time I sat down to start reading it again and get back into it, I thought, well, I, I like that. I like that. I like that. <laughs> well, that's great to hear. Thank you. Um, I, I, well, the, the sections that I think I enjoyed writing the most were the sections about the histories of the characters. Yeah, you know, it's really fascinating. The that they've gone through. Yes, fascinating yeah, yeah. stuff. I mean, they've all lived amazing lives. and I mean, they're they're all living the American dream, and they're coming together to try to enhance the American dream for everyone else. Yeah, yeah, right. I, I guess, the, yeah, the story I think that stuck with me you know, when I was writing it was Craig Venter's attempted suicide in Vietnam. When right. Working in Vietnam. Um, you know, and how that kind of changed his life it affected and made him everything about him. life completely yeah. yeah yeah and that's why he became such a driven you know scientist and and such a successful scientist but uh yeah i think all those stories are fascinating and i wanted to tell those stories because i think it places the the, the bigger story in context you can understand well why do people do what they do and why would they tackle something this big uh, but that's and then, then how it came together, how Google, Google got involved and Calico was created and, uh, you know, Human Longevity, Inc. And, you know, just how these characters found one another and, and created these companies that are tackling this. Makes me jealous, actually. I'd love to be a part of uh, some of these companies. It was, I mean, it was fascinating how they all came together. Now, you know, I was at the beginning, uh, as I said, I, I said, Immortality Inc., yeah, it's, you know, I'm going to sit down and, uh, you know, I'm going to be told that I need to be in the, uh, you know, in the oxygen tank for 3.2 hours a day, and I need to right. take this many pills, and it's going to make me live to be, you know, 150. Well, I mean, we already have people that are in well into their hundreds on the planet and and the the planet has actually changed dramatically and and many many of the changes have come because of people uh in in your book immortality inc because i mean you look back at pictures of um our grandparents chip our even even our grandparents and you look my gosh they they were younger than me in that picture, and they don't look younger than me. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, well, it was rough. It was. I mean, there there is a section of the book that basically deals with uh, I, the way I saw this was um, that death, dying, is the villain in the book, basically. And so I needed yeah. to sort of also tell that story. Why why do we age? Why do we die? And and how much that has changed over the last 120 years. I mean, in 1900, the major cause of death. Uh, was uh, tuberculosis. People didn't live long enough. I mean, the average lifespan was 47 years in the United States. Right. People simply didn't live long enough to get Alzheimer's or dementia of any kind, or even a lot of cancers and that, uh, you know, or heart disease or anything. And then <laughs> over the course of the last. They still thought they needed a gallbladder, dummies. <laughs> right, 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 see? see? And, they, and, and they never got sick enough to have a problem with their gallbladder anyhow because right. they were already passed away from, heart, from a heart attack. Right. I mean, we make jokes, but seriously, that's, I mean, that's really true. And so yeah. – um, what yeah, do you, we now live almost 80 years, you know, on average. So we've on, almost doubled that. Life. On average, right? And I mean, we're we're hoping right. for, and we we try to 
lengthen that out and we all say well i don't want to live like that but then we end up living like that with the drool cups and name tags right yeah. I mean, it's, we, yeah. it's, it's, nobody wants to die it's built into the dna nobody really very very few people would say take me today i mean unless they were in horrible pain or something and that's and that's ventner's story right i mean that's his deal i mean yeah. he uh, where yeah. he try, attempted to end his life because he didn't think there was anything worth living for and it showed him that there was that he did yeah yeah they did when when he felt that shark bumping up against them yeah said, oh my god i don't want to die get me out of here right i, I mean, want to live a live a good life and uh, that's what he's trying to do i kind of feel like that's when we hear from again people who are fortunate enough or you know i say fortunate enough to uh live through an attempted suicide and they really didn't want to die Right. They were right, they were right. they were hoping there was going to be some miracle halfway down the you know the sixtieth floor, and then they realize, yeah. oh hey, it's uh, you know I don't want to die, and then it's too late. And Ventner yeah. had another chance, which is great. And you know, I didn't mean to bring us down into suicide talk, but it's just important <laughs> to realize that uh, no one wants to die. Right, right. I, I, that, at least I believe that. You know, I think a lot of people will say, well, just take me. You know, but when that moment comes, is are you really ready to 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 go? Um, but generally speaking, yeah. but, but you know, so that that was one of the points of of the book was that people really really don't want to die, and it raises all sorts of questions if we solve this problem. I yes, mean, if it people does. Start living hundreds of years, you know, obviously it creates a lot of issues both and let's and let's bad. talk about, and let's talk about some of those issues uh we're talking with uh, chip walter uh walker uh, author of immortality inc i want to talk about some of those issues and what's going to happen with that uh on the other side of this uh for those of you that uh, are listening to this on blaze radio uh you need to subscribe to uh, chewing the fat because uh, we're going to be talking more with chip on the podcast download and subscribe to more content at theblaze.com slash podcasts we're talking with Chip Walter, uh, author of Immortality Inc., and uh, I want we were talking about some of the struggles and some of the things that we face as we live longer, right? I mean, we realize now mm-hmm. that if we're going to uh, extend our lives, it brings a whole new set of issues, doesn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, if you, if, like, one of the things that I think is important in the book is we're not talking about like like you were saying before. It, it's not a how-to book that's going to you know, add a couple of years to your life. Uh, this is really about scientists that yeah. are trying to solve the underlying reasons why we age and therefore eliminating to a large degree aging. And so that means you could live hundreds of years potentially. <laughs> right. And so let's say even if you live another hundred years, you know, it completely changes the economics, uh, your social relationships. You can imagine being at, you know, uh, a Thanksgiving dinner where everybody's looks pretty much the same age, you know, and maybe even they look pretty similar. It's like, is that my aunt or is that my, you know, daughter or who is that? Um, so, I mean, it's just, it just would upend, capsize everything in, in our lives. And, uh, and I, one of the reasons I, I wrote the book was because if I, if I just written a book right out of the gate that said, geez, what happens if we start living, you know, a couple of hundred years, people say, well, you're nuts, you know? Uh, so, yeah, so I, no I, you know, I had to go that. and research, yeah, I had to go and research this and see if these guys were for real. And in the course of the three years that I worked on it and the time I spent there, uh, I, I just, you know, I came to the conclusion it is. So now 
we have to raise those questions. And I think as a society, we have to say, well, now how are we going to handle these things? Yeah, now what? And, and you know, it would be, be good and bad, you know. When you talk about uh, the uh, being frozen in uh, cryogenics, uh, and, you know, you start off actually talking a little bit about that. Um, right, right. Wh- you know, really the big question after that is, and, I, and I'm a fan, I mean, if you can afford it and have the, you know, the opportunity, go ahead. But, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what happens when I come back uh, in another 150 yeah. years. Yeah, I, I mean, it's a great science fiction uh, novel. Yes, you know, it is. Wonder, well, when, and you're welcome, by the way, and... Chip. You go ahead and you can write that next. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, yeah, if you come back in 100 years, that's one of the first things my wife said to me. She goes, well, who's going to be left? You know, is there anybody <laughs> that we're going to want to hang out with? Because, uh, oh, she's, know, still, uh, she's still planning on being with you, because I'm pretty sure my wife would be going, you know, you're going to have to find somebody else, because I'm out of here. <laughs> Well, at first she said that, and then I said, well, you can come with me. Oh, you know? so special. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. But actually, that raises an, an interesting question. I mean, again, if you have relationships that are going on for hundreds of years, can you really tolerate a relationship that long? I mean, it just changes everything. because sure does. Everything in life is about, you know, it's just built into every society that you're going to grow older and die. Right. I mean, that's just the way it is. And and so yeah, it still right. is that way. We are just extending the inevitable. Yes, we are extending things. And and but one of the one of the points that I was making in the course of the extension of life up to this point is that even though we are living longer, we're not necessarily living better. Those last three to five years are pretty rough. Yeah, boy, you're, no kidding. You know, yeah. So uh, and and none of us wants to see our parents going through that and none of us wants to be that person going through it. Uh, so that's why I think that as you know, if these advances move forward as quickly as I think they, they will, then, you know, it's going, people are going to, to do it. I mean, some people said to me, well, that's wrong. You know, we can't, we're going to have, we have global warming and, uh, you know, climate change and all those sorts of things. And we do, you know, those are issues that we have to deal with. But, you know, is there anybody that whenever, I mean, if someone walks up to you and says, you, you know, you say, I have cancer and you say, well, we have a treatment for that that can help you. Right. Very few people are going to say, no, nah, I think I'll pass on the treatment. All right. No, I'm good. So the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing happens will happen with aging. You know, if there are pharmaceuticals or drugs of, or treatments of some kind that will extend and improve your life then I, I can't see very many people saying no. And that's, so you know, that's, we have to look and, at the bigger picture. And that's also part of the struggle is that, you know, you say, well, no one wants to be that way. Well, you know, I, if you are sick and a doctor makes you better, but it doesn't really enhance your life and you live that, you know, it just keeps you <laughs> alive for another three or four years. But if the next person that comes along has the same thing that you or that person has, then they do something the same way, only just a little bit different because they saw that it didn't quite work on that person. And it extends. Mm-hmm. Now it's made your life a little bit better for five or six years, not three or four. So, I mean, we're test right. subjects at the same time. Really right, strange. Right. I, I, I know yeah. that's you know awful off topic a little bit, but it really isn't because we all want to we all want to survive those. Right, right. And one of the interesting things about the work that's being done to kind of get to the bottom of why we age is that the reasons the, the, the reasons why most people get cancer or heart disease or diabetes 
or, you know, name your disease is because we're aging. You know, your right. body is breaking down, and so it's more likely to get those diseases. So if we actually begin to get to the bottom of aging itself and you create and people are more youthful, then they won't get cancer. They won't get heart disease. They won't get or let's put it this way. They'll do a much better job at bouncing back from it, just as you did right. when you were in your 20s. You know, I mean, very, very few people. It's horrible whenever, you know, children or young people get cancer, but it's relatively rare. The vast majority of people that get cancer are elderly. Right. And, and, and look, everyone that's, uh, you know, that's uh, 15 to 30 years old uh, is uh, immortal. Right. And no matter what. Yeah, right. <laughs> right. 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 Yeah, and yeah. I say and, everyone and I know there's exam. You know, I got it. There's a, there's sure. people that are that are not. But for the most part, you're immortal. And then right. you as, right. as you, you get hit did. by a bus. Yeah. Right. Or a train. And, yeah. Right. Right. And, and that's exactly right. And so really the underlying goal here is for people to have bodies that operate like they're 15 to 30 years old instead of 65 75 85 there's, there's so many there's so many good jokes with that that i'm looking forward to having another body that's <laughs> it might not be right. mine but i'm looking forward to anyway now i'm just gonna let him go chip walter i'm just gonna let him go so what's next chip i know you we've got immortality inc uh was a was a great read um what's next on your agenda Thank you. Um, uh, well, we'll see what happens with the book. There's a documentary series that we're in development on. Nice. Uh, and we'd like, we'd like to up, update that um, because this is changing all the time. And yeah. It's, uh, improving all the time. And then, uh, yeah, and I have a novel that, that'll be uh, coming out. And then, uh, and then I've, I mean, I've, given, I've given you at least one idea for a book today. I, mean, I know, you're right. And I got to get on. I got to get right on. I, mean, I don't know. After, after uh, I you, don't have to, you don't have to say thank you, but you're welcome. And uh, thank, thank you. <laughs> next nonfiction book. I'm sorry. Next nonfiction book is called is a working title Aqua. So it's just about water. Why? Where did it come from? How does it work? Why is it important? How does it work? And and I'm going to go all over the world to to nail this one down. I mean, it's going to be fun. Really, it comes from Earth. But you know, hey, what do I know? <laughs> What, what, what? <laughs> right. I'm, we're we're going to start at the Big Bang and I mean, then I go know. all the way up to the <laughs> I, mean, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, put a cringe in your in your book, but you know, it's there. Anyway, it's so stupid. Chip Walter, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate your time. I know I kept you longer than uh, than you probably actually wanted, but I appreciate it very much. No. Thank you. No, no, I I appreciate it. Thank you. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Take care, man. All right. Take care. You too. I mean, it's another breaking news story today. I mean, holy cow. This day. I mean, when Chewy the Fat records or news happens. News or happen, yeah. News happens when Chewy the Fat records. Yeah. Or, yeah, no, you got it right. I mean, if you're watching and listening live to, cameras today. to uh, Chewy the Fat, uh, well, yeah, that one right there, right? There's a camera. Don't say there's not a camera. There's one right there. There's not a working camera. The one right behind you works. Nope. That's a working camera. It do. There's no camera streaming out. It may not be on. <laughs> well, that's a working camera. But and I think str- it's on. I think it is on. It's always on, but it's not streaming.
But it's always on. It's always on, but not streaming. Yes. It's that difficult the to The Blaze understand. Television Network. Always on. Well, that's a good motto. I like that one. But what do I know? Anyway, breaking news. All right, so I'll be... <laughs> when news happens, Chewing the Fat records, or Chewing the Fat records, yes, can... oh my when God. Chewing the Fat records, I'm not playing that news happens. What do you... Trying to get it right. <laughs> Don't play that thing again. I can't take it. Okay. With Chewing the Fat Records, news happens. Don't do it. Don't do it. There it's it already there. Thank yep. you. Don't. I know the stupid thing. Do you know? Jesus. Killing me. So we talked about it uh, not long ago the possibility of something happening. Uh, with the uh, cruise through history that, oh, no. that you're going on. Oh, no, you're going to bug me uh, down with facts. Wait, Chris how do cruise. you know? Are you going? And uh, I just received an updated email. Wait, you received an email? Uh, updated email. I signed up for the email. The cruise through history email updates? Uh-huh. Oh, I'm on that. Oh, okay. Just because I know you're going. But I'm going. I did not get this email, though. And, and I'm not going. And uh, just so you know. Okay. All right? I just, I just so you know, it hasn't been canceled. Oh. Yeah. I'm sorry? Yeah. So it hasn't been canceled. But it has not been canceled. Okay. So those of you that are going on the cruise through history with Chris Cruz and Glenn Beck, and not me. Uh, Bill O'Reilly. And not me. Rabbi Lappin. Not me. Stuber Gear. Now, is he really going, though? Because he's really got a new show to do. You know, Chris, he's got this coming up. What's the date on this? Uh, March 25th. So he can't even start the new show. Well, he's just March, he can't even start the new show. It won't start now. Well, that's why I said April fifteenth. April fifteenth. Right? Yes. yes, that's the last one. That's when it starts Ooh, because of this. We got to write that down. Because of this, April his show 15. is not going to start until April. I guarantee you. <laughs> you got to push it. Oh my! We got to push it back. I, God, I hate him so much. I don't even know why I talk about him. I just got to stop <laughs> talking about his stupid show. So anyway, they're just letting people know. Uh oh, that. They are on top of this coronavirus. So they they are in regular contact with the World Health Organization's statements. So well, who? so am I. So who? I mean, it's, it's the cruise line say we're on top of the the World Health Organization statements who? on coronavirus. So are we. So I mean, is the rest of the country. Uh, but they are in regular contact with the cost of cruise lines. Which, okay. Okay. All right, and uh, the uh, ship. That you're supposed to be taking the Costa Limonosa. Or Limosa. The Costa Limonosa. Whatever Luminosa. it is. The ship. What is it? Costa Luminosa. Yeah. And that, sounds, means, and that sounds like a that sounds like a mafia team. Which it means illuminate a coast. Uh yeah, it's gonna illuminate something all right. Uh <laughs> apparently think <laughs> Dude, we can't joke about that. It says here they've got pallets of masks. No, it doesn't say, <laughs> it doesn't say that. It said that they've been, it's been sailing in the Caribbean or Caribbean for uh, since November. All right. Oh, so, so they're testing it out. It's over there. Okay. It's, it's, it's way far away. It's not even close to the Mediterranean. So it's first sailing in the Mediterranean will be this season coming up with, with you guys. So all the precautions are being taken. This is just a, you're going to be a kind of okay email. Don't worry about it. We're on top of it. We have the maximum safety for our guests. No problem. We've got, uh, and just so you know, 
and I it just this is just so you're aware. This is in the in the email that this you is, got and I didn't get. Uh, all ships are equipped with medical facilities. Nice. And our dedicated staff available 24 hours a day and can count on advice and support from professionals and external medical facilities. Uh, it's important that we all know that the cruise industry is one of the best equipped and experienced in the field of health protection. So. So can I go or can I not go? Right now you're still on. I'm still on. Right now it's all aboard. Good. Oh, that's a train. It's still. Oh, I think no. they do that. I still do that. Eh. Just trains do that? Yeah. Okay. Just take the stairway up. Get out of here. Stairway to heaven? And it might be. <laughs> no, that's just a joke. No, 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 no. Oh, my gosh. That is so not going to happen. Direct from the historic newsreels of Selznick Talking Pictures. In cooperation with the International Broadcast Museum of East Sheboygan, this is a 30-second biography. Michael Thompson received his doctorate and his nickname after long and tenuous studies with Gretchen Wombatsky in the sixth grade Coke room. He parlayed that education and his lack of math skills into a radio career going up and down the dial. From sea to shining Ashtabula, an old Indian name meaning speed trap, eventually, having lost the bet, he joined the Blaze Network and success soon followed, like many of the warrants outstanding from Ashtabula. His mojo, however, was cut all too short after real doctors said he contracted a virulent case of what they called Mortis Amtrakis. Good night, Steve Cannon, wherever you are. This has been a 30-second biography. One year today. Doc Thompson. Rest in peace, my friend.